Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In Pittsburgh, over Pittsburgh, though, in Edmonton last night to close out a six-game season-opening homestand for your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day? World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. It's Brendan Escott in with you on this fine, if not chilly, Tuesday afternoon here in northern Alberta. The Oilers with a 3-3 three and three record out of the gate you wondered how they'd handle that homestand, that much home cooking right out of the gate. And here they stand at 500. Certainly not the way they drew it up, but it could be a lot worse as well. And they were able to sort of cap it on a high note last night against Sid the Kid and the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Crosby just doesn't seem to slow down. And, uh, well, in the second period, neither did your Edmonton Oilers. So a big breakdown of that coming up today on the show. It is Tuesday, so we'll hear from Daily Faceoffs, Frank Saravalli. Looking forward to that after the 12.30 news. We'll check in on the Vancouver Canucks side of things. We'll go out to Vancouver, chat with Israel Fair, who uh, is um, the senior editor of The Athletic NHL. And, of course, we're keeping an eye on what's going on in Vancouver. I don't know if we're on Gabby Watch quite yet. Will uh, Bruce Boudreaux's tenure maybe come to a... a, a an earlier end than people say six months ago when they were chanting Bruce there it is may have suspected it's been a tough go for them so Israel Fair will check in at uh, 105 and then at 135 speaking of another team having a tough go and it was going to be a rebuilding year for the Edmonton Oil Kings they just well they sold the farm basically three years in a row to keep a good thing going all the way to the Memorial Cup and uh, now we'll connect with Kurt Hill and and uh, talk about what the rebuild has looked like over the last uh, while. They are on a homestand of their own right now. You want to reach us? You can do so on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock at the River Cree with Tom Cochran, Saturday, November 5th. That one's coming up. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. That number, again, is the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well, 780 496 
416-996-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Top story today brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, and I would like to say that the top story is the Oilers are hitting the road for the first time, and again, they're coming in off of a bit of a high. Top story today brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling didn't start out well. And for the most part this year, it has not started well in these first six games. Oilers have struggled to get it going, and that's a bad habit that dates back to last season. They fell behind 3-1 to Pittsburgh, and while you've got the horses to uh, to get yourself back into these games, chasing it, as we know, is, is not the ideal. So... Here we go into our direct workwear audio vault, which will tell the story of last night, an extended version of the audio recap, because what a game it was and always seems to be again when it's Pittsburgh and Edmonton meeting. Audio vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. It was Cam and Bob on the call last night on the Oilers Radio Network. It's a marquee matchup. It's the Oilers. It's the Penguins. It's McDavid. It's Crosby. We're going to have some fun here tonight. Bouchard gets it out. He'll give it to Hyman. He's got a partial break. Hyman in the backhand. Scores! Zach Hyman! He goes stick side on Jari, and the Oilers are up 1-0. Zucker gets the puck into the Oiler end on the right side. Goes all the way across to Raquel. Take a shot. Scores! That was some shot by Raquel. And on the left wing, gives it to Raquel. He'll get it in front. Scores! Sidney Crosby was open right in front of the Oiler net. He goes high on the glove side on Campbell on the setup from Raquel. To Joseph, they couldn't get it low. Petrie with a chance. Deflected on goal. Good save made by Campbell as Crosby got his stick on it. Russ can't get a shot through. Buck side of the net. Russ banks it off of Campbell and in. And it's 3-1 for Pittsburgh. Up to the blue line and getting it out is McDavid. He's got Yamamoto in over the line. Pass to Yamamoto. Couldn't handle it. That bounced off his stick. Penalty coming up, though, as McDavid got hauled down. It's going to be an interference call against the Penguins. 3-31 gone here in the second. 3-1 Pittsburgh leads. Connor McDavid is hurt, and he does not stay down a lot. And he got hurt on this play down low. This does not look good for Edmonton and for Connor McDavid. He's flexing out his left leg. Get taken into the net. It's not putting a lot of weight right now on it. A weight in the middle on the right to try saddle to Barry. One time shot. Scores! Barry let it go. It pinballed in front of the net. Gets by Jari. And the Oilers have cut the Pittsburgh lead to 3 2. Oh, double deflection redirection. Pad save made by Jari. Try saddle out to Kane. Scores! on the left. Gets it in front of the net off of Hyman. Scores! Nugent Hopkins found the loose puck. And the Oilers have a 4-3 lead. That's on the right to Heinen. Taken away by Nurse. Now Kane gets it in over the line. To Dreisaitl. He'll get to the middle. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl! 
obviously uh, we came out flat. Um, not the period we wanted to have. I thought we had a great, uh, great second period. Definitely our best period of the year. Um, we had a simple mind focus, getting pucks to the net, uh, not trying to, not trying to be too cute coming to the zone and, and getting in the zone. And I thought a lot of our opportunities came off shots towards net and causing havoc and confusion, and uh, we got rewarded. Up the right side and out with it is Derek Ryan. He's got Shore with him in over the Pittsburgh line, waiting. He'll drop it. McLeod in. And that's how it would finish, and what a comeback tale it was. Five unanswered goals against, well, a perennial contender, if you're asking me. Maybe not quite the same caliber of Pittsburgh Penguins team when you think about a 35-year-old Sidney Crosby, but wait a minute. I mean, he and Connor McDavid were tied going into that game last night in points. One of them scored and the other didn't. Not <laughs> McDavid. When you talk about the Oilers putting up six goals and McDavid isn't one of them, that's a very positive sign, as has already been pointed out here at 780-496-0063. Now, first period, again, did not start the way that Edmonton would have wanted. Apparently there was a conversation had in the room, a, a little players-only sort of a thing, and, and this is what Tyson Berry had to say of maybe the turning point in that game last night. Quite frankly, we had a, a, a not a very good first period, so we had a little chat in here after the first, and uh, we just all had more to give, and you never want to see Connor go down, and uh, it was nice to get him back quick, but um, we had a heck of a second period and just continued to push and, and build off that. When you said you guys had a chat, what did you identify as the issue among yourselves? Uh, it was just, you know, to a, to a guy, everyone just having more and just winning your little 50-50 battles and skating, you know, it just seemed like we were flat-footed, we were getting beat to pucks, and um, just wasn't, uh, the effort wasn't there, it didn't seem like, so um, got to give credit to the guys in here to, to come out and um, against a good team to, to put a, two periods like that together. It's direct work where Audio Vault right now, Evander Kane talking post-game last night about that wild second period, which I haven't even mentioned yet, 26 shots on goal. That's a new franchise record for a single period. 26 shots on goal. Are you a fan of Corsi? Are you? Well, how about 26 to 4? That's how many shots Pittsburgh mustered, and I, I guess they didn't have the puck enough to really take it down the other end of the rink, simply put. But uh, Corsi is shots for, shots against. Plus 22 for a period is not too shabby. Evander Kane on the second. But yeah, it's, you know, I thought we did a lot of good things to create, uh, to create opportunities. Um, you know, it was a good, it was a big period for uh, you know this homestand, and and I thought we did a good job executing when we had to. So, um, you know, I thought a big reason was because we got pucks in that, you know, breaks on their coverage, it creates confusion in their D zone, and uh, we got a lot of seconds and thirds off that. So that's something we need to continue to do. A little bit more here from Evander Kane on just what changed during that first intermission. Yeah, I think we just. Uh, I think the mood in the room, uh, you know, just needed to get corrected a little bit. And, you know, I thought uh, the energy going out for the period was good and it carried over onto the ice. So, uh, good chat. 
6-3. The Oilers beating Pittsburgh on the strength of a four-goal second period. Ryan McLeod had a goal at the end of the game, but let's, before we get there, talk about the impact of Evan Bouchard. He's been a bit of a polarizing player out of the gates. Sometimes that ice water in his veins, as head coach Jay Woodcroft called it last night, can be a blessing and a curse for the young defenseman. Sometimes he's a little, say, lethargic or apathetic in his own zone. There's a couple of big words for you. Or Uh, he's got the ability to make uncanny plays under pressure like he did to set up that Zach Hyman goal that broke the seal for Edmonton last night. Woodcroft talking about Bouchard's playmaking ability. He's got uh, you know I think that's one of his best qualities is that he's got ice water in his veins to be able to make that play and most times uh, he's, he's got a good completion rate on it. There's the occasional turnover but you live with that element of risk in Evan Bouchard's game. Um, I thought that was a real heads-up play by him and uh, got our team that first goal and I didn't have to come in here and ask answer a question about why we didn't score the first goal tonight. Humorous from Jay Woodcroft there. Um, I would say that the defense has certainly been the weak point for Edmonton through six games. It has inspired the least confidence in me as far as this team ready to take the next step and, and be a true, you know, Stanley Cup contender. I think there's some questions that still need to be answered, but I don't think the solution here in the short term is to make a panic move and go uh, acquire somebody like Jacob Chikrin. So keep that in mind. I mean, it's me. 780-496-0063. I'm going to get a temperature check from Frank Cervalli coming up after the 1230 news, but give me your temperature check right now. I know we did this a little bit yesterday. Uh, you saw it again last night, a slow start from Edmonton. Some um, defensive coverage maybe being exposed and then the ability to outscore the mistakes. So where's your confidence level at? Let me know. How about your confidence level in the bottom six? Woodcroft loving what he's seeing from Warren Fogle lately. I'm really liking what Warren Fogle's bringing to the table. Um, he didn't show up on the score sheet, but he, he made numerous good, subtle plays. I thought he was a big man down low. He uh, was tough for the other team to contain. He hit the crossbar tonight. Uh, he set some people up uh, around the blue paint. He did a lot of really good things. I'm, I'm happy with where Warren's game is at. 12 minutes of ice time last night, but he made himself noticeable, and that's what he's got to do. If Warren Fogle is is skating and checking hard, that's when he's at his best. He doesn't necessarily need to be out there trying to find twine. If you're playing on that third line, there's an energy to be had with that line there, and I think that he's he's shown that he can be a big part of that. The McLeod and, and, uh, and Pogliarvi and Fogle line. There is something there, but uh, it's consistency that everybody's looking for at this point, and maybe that's the biggest difference at Ryan McLeod's game this year. He has three goals through the team's first six games, and at just 23 years old, some talk yesterday, and then we're going to get in some talk today as well, uh, just about his development. Here again is the Oilers head coach on Ryan McLeod. Yeah, you know what I would say about Ryan, and most people don't, don't realize this, but this guy works, and he works to rehearse the moments that he finds himself in in games. So he's working to set himself up for success when that opportunity comes. He's like Evander. I don't know what his final uh, shots on net were or attempts were, but he had numerous good chances earlier in the game. And then he converted that one in the third period. How about that play by Derek Ryan making, you know, having the poise to find McLeod the way he did, the way Shore drove the net. I thought they were really good. 
for us, and I, I was happy to see that line rewarded with a goal. McLeod speaking after this morning's practice. We'll get a couple thoughts here in the direct workwear audio vault. Uh, the significance of the win versus Pittsburgh. Again, they, they close out the homestand at 500, maybe not where they wanted to be, but certainly better than below 500. McLeod on the significance. Yeah, it was huge. I think uh, it was kind of a good step for our team. We needed a big win, and uh, you know, it was a great group over there. They're, they're you know, really skilled, they're a lot of offense, and uh, you know, we were really happy with that win. All right, McLeod. So why why exactly this year is your offensive game evolving so much? I think I had a good summer in the gym, and uh, you kind of was working on shooting the puck more and, and uh, some mindset. And I think I'm you know playing with a lot of confidence right now too, so it's uh, it's helping. Now, where, where's that? Come? confidence come from? Do you have to learn that or did you already, did you always have it and now you're getting results? Yeah, I think just through camp and everything, just kind of putting the work and uh, just kind of starting to feel good about my game and it's, it's, it's uh, working right now. Some bang-up reporting skills there by our own Reed Wilkins. Tip of the cap there to Wilkie. Woodcroft, uh, yeah, needs good things to say about uh, why McLeod is succeeding. He's put the work in, uh, in, a, in a short way of answering that question. He's put the work in. He's, he's somebody who has... Um, over time, um, been challenged with uh, capitalizing on his natural gifts. He has a lot of natural gifts. He's a big man. He's in great shape. He skates like the wind. Um, he's got very good hockey sense and really good skills. I think for him, as he's coming into his own at this level, he's learning what his capabilities are and what he needs to do in order to have success. And then he goes out and he works at that. Uh, so it's not an accident. It's intentional. Um, the success that he's seeing. Um, you know, I think for him, uh, you know, the more he plays, the more minutes he gets exposed to, the more uh, those chances will go in. What I like about it, and I said this the other day, is that he's willing to get his nose dirty. And when you're willing to get your nose dirty and pay a price, uh, typically good things happen. And it's not as if he doesn't have, you know, two of the best role models in terms of applying work ethic to natural skill in McDavid and Dreisaitl leading that charge for McLeod to sort of follow in. And if if they get McLeod going in the face-off circle and have him as a quality contributing third-line center, that answers a big hole from years past. And you're thinking, how are we going to acquire that guy? Well, maybe you just developed him yourself. It is 12.23, creeping up on 12.24 here in Edmonton. We'll press pause, come back with uh, Let's Do NHL Today when we return for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Oh, Derek, I love you on the ones and twos, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love doing the show when you're here, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good fun here at 1226 in Edmonton. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. It's a busy night. Ten games in the NHL tonight. Montreal hosts Minnesota. Calgary gets Pittsburgh at home. That's your Canadian content this evening. Oilers sitting middle of the pack in the West right now through six games with that three and three record. Tomorrow's action starts at six o'clock live from St. Louis. It's the start of a three-game road trip. Coverage here on Chad following the 4.30 news tomorrow. St. Louis did sign former Oiler Tyler Pitlick to a one-year contract extension while Edmonton-born Tyler Ennis signed with SC Baron in Switzerland. Phil Kessel will become the NHL Ironman tonight playing in his 990th consecutive game proving that a hot 
hot dog diet can, in fact, earn you a long, long career in the NHL. He passes Keith Yandel. Flyers forward James Van Riemsdyk will have finger surgery this Friday. Bakersfield visiting the Ontario Reign Saturday night. The Oil Kings hosting Vancouver on Thursday as this homestand of theirs rolls along. Friday, it's the Calgary Hitman in town and the Golden Bears remaining on the road. They've got a pair of games in Regina, Saskatchewan against the Cougars. Again, your Oilers starting a three-game road trip. We haven't seen them on the road this year. And sometimes that simplified road game can play well into a team's hands. We'll have to see if it provides a better start. That was something, again, they were bogged down in the mud in the first period of pretty well every one of those first six games. Let's see if they can flip the script as things change over here starting tomorrow. It's St. Louis, then Chicago, and then Saturday night down in Calgary. What more could you ask for then? It's Brendan Escott here filling in for Bob Stoffer today on Oilers Now. We'll step aside for a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with daily face-offs. Frank Saravalli.